Welcome to the next episode of Strategize to Succeed. Selectively applying the strategies which we discuss each week will help you as you progress from conditions to opportunities to successes. In today's episode, we are going to explore how to successfully answer a question. To qualify as a successful response, the answer should be on point, informative, and not create unnecessary issues of deception. There are three types of question formats, the closed end, the open ended, and the rhetorical. A closed end question demands only a yes or no answer. It is generally posed as a short-form inquiry into a specific piece of information, such as, do you know John Smith? Or, do you have a cold? Conversely, an open-ended question is just what its name suggests. With an open-ended question, the respondent has the option of answering the question in any way that they choose, whether it be with one word or a lengthy paragraph. The question may begin with what is, why is, when is, or numerous other constructions, which lend themselves to any type of response. Finally, the rhetorical question is really a stylistic construction. Although its format may seem to take the shape of a question, there is really no place for a response. One might consider a rhetorical question to really be more of an audible musing in which one is actually posing a question to themselves rather than to someone else. Our attention will be focused primarily on open-ended questions because, frankly, it is when answering those questions that one can get into the most difficulty. Note that this is a general guide to handling questions. It does not encompass specialty question areas such as interviewing techniques. Perhaps the most important aspect of a good response happens before you utter one single syllable. That is, listen to the entire question. Don't assume halfway in that you know and understand what the questioner has in mind. Don't quickly jump in and pretend that you are ringing a bell before a buzzer sounds in a game show. All that that interruption accomplishes is to irritate the person asking the question and their attention then shifts to your rude behavior. Along with demonstrating patience by listening to a question in its entirety, it is also imperative to understand what is actually being asked. Do not assume that you have divined some hidden meaning to a question. 
simply make certain that you understand what is being asked. It is at this point that you should ask for the question to be repeated or clarified if you have any uncertainties as to its meaning. The questioner will not think any less of you for asking your own question as to the question's meaning. In fact, it is likely that the questioner will respect your effort by treating the question with the same level of importance as that given by the questioner. Once the meaning of the question is fully ascertained and the style of the questions determines the expectations from the response, your role in answering the question becomes paramount. If the question seeks a thoughtful answer, embrace the opportunity. Take several seconds and pause to think about your response. Using 10 seconds as a reasonable example, the pause may seem like an eternity. Instead of offering complete silence, you might consider filling the gap with a throwaway line, such as upon reflection, or let's consider the possibilities. These phrases, among others, offer you the time to generate a response which you can submit in a thoughtful manner. Keep in mind that taking a pause does not require that the result will be a comprehensive encyclopedic response offered to the complete satisfaction of the individual posing the question. What the pause does do is give you the opportunity to think about the extent of the response and whether or not you are willing to engage and give a full and thorough response. Just because a question is asked does not mandate that you must offer a thesis for your response. Sometimes it is more valuable or productive to reply that you will answer at a later date. It is also acceptable to defer a portion or the entirety of the response until you acquire additional information. Keep in mind though, that whenever you reconfigure the terms of the question being asked, such as when to respond or the extent of the information to be provided, it is important that you do not leave the parameters open-ended. Provide an approximate time when the questioner should be able to expect a response and inform them as to what the extent of the response should be, along with why you are electing not to respond with complete information. Once a question has been asked, as the cliche goes, the ball is in your court. When you answer a question, you are literally in control. So act like it. Don't cower or be scared. When you reply to a question, that becomes your opportunity to include your reasoning with your answer. That is when you have the chance to reinforce thoughts or to change minds. Be confident about your position 
and offer it with appropriate conviction. Now, not to confuse matters, but it is also important to use judgment and recognize that not every response you give warrants your getting up on your soapbox. Sometimes it can be equally important to know that a question does not warrant a position statement, and you need to recognize when to stop speaking. Often refraining from endless chatter can be more difficult for people to master than an ongoing response. However, sometimes limiting an answer to the parameters of the question can be a more effective technique than offering too much information at an inappropriate moment. Also, if you do not know the answer to a question, there is no sin in acknowledging that you don't know. There are times when it is very important for us to recognize what we don't know. It is not necessarily a matter of pride, but owning up to it can be a matter of honor. However, if you don't know a response to a question, don't leave it hanging there. Make sure to let the questioner know that you will do the research and find out the correct response. Then get back to the questioner with the information. Again, provide an estimate of when they can expect to hear from you. Recognize too that when you answer a question, it is not just the words that count. You also need to consider how you will convey the appropriate tone and body language. As examples, that means no rolling of the eyes or using a mocking tone. Instead, show focused attention and interest in resolving the question at hand. Although frequently the subject of comedic interpretation, please do not consistently answer a question with a question. Recognize that when a question is asked, the questioner is seeking an informational response. Hearing another question come right back when it's not for the sake of clarification is nothing other than frustrating and a waste of time. The objective is not to be cute. It is to have a dialogue, the purpose of which is to enhance the quantity and quality of information to be shared. When thinking about how to construct a suitable response to an open-ended question, there are two prominent approaches. The first approach is dominant in factual environments, such as law enforcement inquiries and journalistic reporting. The basis of this technique is the ability to answer the questions of who, what, when, where, why, and how. Of course, this list is comprehensive, and many questions do not demand such thoroughness. However, if you keep in mind the categories to be addressed as you prepare to respond, 
you will likely be better able to offer a comprehensive and thoughtful response to any questions presented to you. The second approach is termed the STAR interview response method. As its name indicates, the STAR method is used primarily in conjunction with interview questions. However, I note it because the format can be reasonably utilized in other situations in which a response to a question is being formulated. The STAR method is an acronym for Situation, Task, Action, and Results. As the name represents, each category encourages the respondent to relay an episode in their background which illustrates a particular point. The stage is set, the problem is identified, the issue is addressed, and the outcome reviewed. Although this technique is geared for in-depth job interviews, by keeping in mind the frame of reference of the STAR components when answering a question, you have at hand another format upon which you can draw for developing a comprehensive response. When faced with having to answer a question, that is not the time to feel intimidated. Instead, view it as an opportunity to expand the conversation into new areas and as a source for gaining additional information. Thank you for sharing your time today. Remember, your application of strategic decision-making approaches can result in more beneficial outcomes for you, both professionally and personally. Why not turn that process into your opportunity.